0: Life as we know it, with Tom Walton. As
1: someone who's had a
0: lifelong love of
1: newspapers, I have always enjoyed pouring through old newspapers, papers from many years ago, and when I can find them, papers from many decades ago. Thanks to the Mohawk Historical Society in my old hometown of Sycamore, Ohio, in Wyandotte County, that task is made easier. Kim Moore, director of the society, Peruses old newspapers and shares the best of what he finds in a regular newsletter. Let me tell you, newspaper journalism was different a century or more ago. Let me share one article about a matter that was big news in the late 1800s. Liquor! Here's the story taken from the old Sycamore News from April of 1888. The attention of our readers is invited to the local option news published on the last page of the newspaper. We have gleaned these from the daily papers, and for two weeks we have not heard of an election being held under the local option law where the saloons have gained a victory. This ought to be a point to those citizens of Sycamore who think a saloon is a better institution than a Sunday school. There is some talk of repealing the prohibition ordinance and letting the saloons run the town as they please. We hope the council will permit the ordinance to stand. Laws and ordinances should always be in advance of public sentiment. Then, when the morality and virtue of a majority of the community improve to the standard of their laws, these can be used to compel others to be law-abiding and virtuous. The blood money that these two saloons are anxious to pay into the corporate treasury is not needed. The town has prospered during the past year without it, and more street improvements have been made during the past year than during any other previous year. The saloons must go. Well, so much for keeping news and editorial opinions separate, eh? I have no idea how the good folks of Sycamore resolved the saloon problem in 1888, but I can tell you that over the long haul, the saloons prevailed, at least in the 1950s of my youth. Next, let me turn my attention to the Tiffin Weekly Tribune of May 1895 and the Trib's account of a near tragedy in nearby McCutcheonville. Let me read from the article now. A chandelier, Hook, came very near to causing the death of Miss Cora Wolsom of Rising Sun on Saturday afternoon. She is visiting her sister, Mrs. Alfred Lambert, near McCutcheonville, 10 miles south of Tiffin. While assisting in papering a room, the scaffold upon which she was standing gave way, and she was pitched suddenly forward. The momentum caused by the sudden move threw her hair, which was braided, above her head, and it caught in a chandelier hook suspending her into space. She suffered intensely before she was relieved, and she was in a semi-unconscious state. Well, let's hope Miss wolsom recovered fully and otherwise enjoyed her visit, with her sister. When I have more time, I will tell you about the dancing bear that invaded a McCutcheonville saloon in 1886. Folks, this is news you won't hear anywhere else.
0: Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media.